Hello and welcome to Commander Cody Podcast. Please go over to iTunes, Podbean, or Patreon to support me. It's time for the news roundup, and we have four items on the roundup today. News story number one. Star Wars Solo nominated for visual effects at the Oscars. This was great news. I always love seeing Star Wars nominated for an Oscar. It goes up against Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, Solo A Star Wars Story rounds that out. I think just for that train sequence alone, hopefully we'll have the nod for the Oscar. I don't think a Star Wars movie has won an Oscar since Empire Strikes Back. It'd be awesome to see Solo, which didn't perform super well at the box office, to actually win an Oscar. I'm literally looking forward to seeing the results for that. And the people listed under the Oscar are Rob Radu, Patrick Tubek, Neil Scanlon, and Dominic Tooth. Story number two, Secrecy for episode nine. This comes per Richard E. Grant per digitalspy.com. Quote, it's extraordinary. They don't give you a script. You have to go to a room where there are bodyguards outside, closed circuit television cameras, and it's printed on crimson pages so you can't photograph it. You have to read it there and then leave. End quote. Quote, you're given the pages on the day of your work and you have to sign for them and sign out for them as well. There are security guards on set. End quote. He also said, quote, they give you a cloak over your head because apparently they have drones going over Pinewood Studios. So they try and take photographs of what people are playing. End quote. I found this story very interesting because we've gotten things in the past with Mark Hamill where the secrecy with these Star Wars movies and tense. It's not just like, hey, we're going to name the movie something else as we're filming. This is like you're going to go see the president or something. You have to have your password, your eye scanner, DNA test to make sure you're not like an evil clone or a robot. It's just so crazy. I'm not really a spoiler guy. I don't like spoilers at all. I'll report on rumors and stuff or theories that I have. I'd rather kind of go into it blind, so I'm kind of glad they have so much secrecy so that way the plot or the script doesn't leak you know, before the movie comes out because I think the most enjoyable thing is going to see it live on opening night. Either good or bad, you kind of get that experience. I'm glad that they keep the security so tight. Story number three. Disney's new Star Wars ride comes via Thrills.com. According to Alicia Stella, a writer for the Disney and More blog, claimed on her podcast that the ride has, quote, more than 300 animatronic figures and, quote, could be up to 28 minutes long, end quote. That kind of makes me really excited for that ride because I want like a really juicy Star Wars experience and I feel like that'd be really fun just kind of going through seeing the First Order and the Resistance fighting them and I'm all about that so I'm sure the lines are going to be insane if it's 28 minutes long. I'm not sure how many can fit on the ride at once so hopefully it's can hold quite a bit of people but I have a feeling it'll be kind of like it's a small world kind of ride where you're kind of just sitting down like on a cart or something and you kind of just go through almost like interactive like play going around you. So I think that's going to be a really fun experience and I can't wait to check it out. And the last story on the news roundup is Zoo Adventures comes via Kansas City Zoo Twitter page. The tweet reads, May the force be with us. Han, Luke, and Leia made their public debut today. These young Asian small clawed otters joined siblings Connor, Clover, and Otis along with mom Kay and dad Ian on exhibit in Tropics. They still have a lot of swim lessons ahead to master their abilities. I like these kind of cute stories. Kind of just brings more attention to Star Wars and how it's a global brand. So the next section is called Star Wars in Review. In this section, I give you a mini reviews of comics, TV shows, games, just anything Star Wars I want to review. This week, I got my hands on three comics for the Age of Republic line. I got Django Fett, Darth Maul, and Age of Republic special. So the first one, Jango Fett, sees him taking his son Boba Fett on a job and learning valuable lessons of a bounty hunter, not to trust anyone, 
make sure you always have multiple plans and backup plans. We also get a conversation between Count Dooku and Jango Fett to build the clone army, which was really good, you know, scene and just, you know, Dooku working both sides. And it's just kind of very interesting how George Lucas made the plot to me, very interesting in how the prequels and how Darth Sidious use people to cause the Jedi to fail. I hope to see more Jango or Boba in the future. Next, we have Darth Maul. We see him in the underground levels of Coruscant trying to feed his anger and bloodlust. He wants to kill the Jedi so bad, but, you know, Darth Sidious is telling him, we gotta wait, we gotta wait for this specific moment, and that's, you know, of course, happens in Phantom Menace. My favorite part was him and Sidious going to Malachor and Maul going through kind of like a challenge like Luke did on Dagobah where Luke goes into the cave and it's like the dark side, but Maul goes there and it's like the light side and it portrays him as a Jedi master and he has to kind of fight that and he does and he just holds on to that hatred. And it was very interesting kind of seeing like a flip or the dark side cave being used on a dark side user. So I felt that was really interesting and I'm glad they did that and it's something I would have never thought that Disney or Lucasfilm or anything in Star Wars would do because you don't really get a lot of insight on the mindset of a lot of evil characters in Star Wars. So it was really cool to see that. Lastly, we had Age of Republic special and that held three kind of mini stories. First was Mace Window. We got some awesome purple badass lightsaber from him and I loved seeing Hu Yang, the droid from Clone Wars, voiced by David Tennant. He appears as a flashback for Mace Windu on how to construct his lightsaber. Inside the comic, Mace Windu uses that to reassemble his lightsaber with the Force and is able to defeat the enemies. Next, we get Asaz Ventress. She's one of my favorite characters. She she seems very one-dimensional in Clone Wars, but they build her through the story. And then, especially through Dark Disciples, the novel, is very good and it expands on her character so much. I would recommend you going to read that. But this is kind of set kind of before the Clone Wars episode where she's trying to hunt down Ahsoka Tano and she saves some kids. It rounds out that character. And then lastly, we get Captain Rex on the verge of death by battle droids. And we have great panels of Jar Jar Banks using a lightsaber to save Captain Rex and then right after almost killing himself with it. Gotta love Jar Jar. So overall, great comics this week. So the topic for this week is all about Emperor Palpatine, or should I call you Darth Sidious? As the events of The Return of the Jedi are unfolding, Darth Sidious has a hunger for knowledge regarding the unknown regions. After Sidious' defeat, his contingency plan went into effect, and this is explored heavily in the Battlefront 2 game, as well as in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath trilogy. I will kind of go into that, so if you haven't read those books, please go check them out. It'll give you a lot of insight on how the First Order was formed and just kind of the mindset of Palpatine. Well, let's start off with a quote. If an empire can't protect its emperor, then what empire must be deemed a failure? It collapses not only because of central figure is gone, but because it must not be allowed to remain. Per Emperor Sheev Palpatine to Gallius Rax. So this kind of goes in hand in hand with that Chuck Wendig novel where Palpatine has a plan for everything. And the contingency plan entailed destroying the Empire. And like I said, that was covered in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath novels. The Emperor was one of the smartest beings in the galaxy. I think he cheated death because he talks about in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, how Darth Plagueis the Wise, his master, taught him everything he knows about the midichlorians and the dark side. And the time between Episode 3 and Episode 4, Palpatine's doing all this stuff on Jakku, you know, building the contingency. He senses something in the unknown regions. People have speculated that this is probably Snoke, potentially, or most likely. I just have a feeling that we're going to see Sidious back in Episode 9 in some form. 
I'm not sure if he's going to be played by another actor or maybe he was able to transfer his consciousness to someone else, but I have a feeling we're going to see him again. I don't think Disney will do it. It would be very cool if Ray had a connection to Palpatine in some way because in the Aftermath novel, Gallius Rex, who's a very central figure in the in that trilogy, is seen with Sidious on Jakku, the same planet that Ray is from. So it'd be very cool if there was some kind of weird connection and maybe that would explain why Ray was so powerful. But I don't know if Disney would do that. Probably not. If you're not a mega fan or keeping up with the comics and the books, then you might be a little lost. So we'll see. But they did. It gives me hope because, you know, they introduced Darth Maul and Solo. The casual fan didn't know what. What? Darth Maul still alive? There's always hope that they might throw in some things more of the hardcore fans would enjoy. And I just think we need a big bad villain for the final film. Kylo Ren's definitely evil. You know, we're going to have either some kind of return of Snow or Palpatine. And I would rather see Sidious. I want to see the return of the Sith. Kind of have Kylo Ren at the end of episode 8 saying, let the past die. I think it would be very interesting to round out the trilogy if somehow he cheated death and is able to come back in some form. And then that may be a central threat for our heroes in episode 9. Or we can go with this crazy theory that somehow Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord and Sidious trained Jar Jar in the ways of the dark side would be so great. With that comic I read and then they've had an episode of Clone Wars, they always hint at this and I think it's just George Lucas being cute or, you know, Lucasfilm being cute. I know a lot of people hate Jar Jar, but it would be so funny if somehow he appears some somewhere down the down the road. I don't think he'll be in episode nine. Probably not a chance, but I love this theory. It's it's just great. I love love me some Jar Jar. Well, I think that wraps everything up this week. Again, this is Commander Cody. Please check me out on iTunes, Podbean. If you want to throw me a few bucks, go over to Patreon where you can donate there. If there's anything that you would like me to cover, just shout out to me. Till next time, Commander Cody. Signing off.